Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. This is episode 399, coming up on 400 episodes. That is insane. Uh, we're also coming up on our seventh year of doing this podcast, which is bananas. I did not anticipate uh, being able to do this for that long, so... Yeah, I want to thank everybody for their support and everybody who supports us on Patreon and Acast and all that stuff and everybody who's been supportive outside of that and everybody who listens. Thank you very much. Uh, it's kind of a big deal to me. All right. Uh, I wasn't intending on going there. I have one quick announcement before we start our news. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, Tesla will be doing their Q to 2023 earnings call. And we're going to cover that, but we're not going to cover it on Wednesday because um, it's really hard to get it out. They, they, you know, they'll release it in the afternoon and then I have to chop it up and go through it. And to get it out on the same day, it takes a lot of work. So that will go out on Thursday, uh, just so as you know, and then we'll have a regular news day on Friday. So news today uh, a little bit of news tomorrow, sh- shorter show, and then we'll have Tesla's earnings call on Thursday and Friday news. Now, I know that this is a lot of episodes, and I appreciate everybody being patient as I work through the backlog of stories that I wanted to talk about. We actually burned through them pretty quick. <laughs> I was very surprised. But every now and again, I like to go for five days just to see if I can do it, because at some point in time, I'm going to retire. I have less than four years left before I can retire. And um, when I retire, I have to figure out what I'm going to do with this show. Am I going to continue it? Am I going to re- you know retire from the show as well? Um, you know, I'm still going to need to go get a job until I turn 65, because you know, I'm not ready to completely give up working. I would really love for this to be my job, but if if that doesn't happen, that's okay too. But I, I, I like doing these occasional practices of uh, five-day-a-week shows to see if, if it can be done. All right, that's enough of this. Uh, I, I'm blabbing, and I didn't even, like in my announcements tab under notes, under my uh, podcast notes here, I don't even have anything. So all of this... <laughs> 
just came spilling out of my mouth without uh, thought, which is obvious. All right, let's talk about EV news. Fisker has announced that it will enter the Indian market in Q4 2023. This will be a limited run uh, Fisker Ocean. It'll be called the Extreme Vigyan Edition. Vigyan is the name of the Fisker's Indian subsidiary. We have no idea what will be different about this Fisker Ocean Extreme compared to the other ones. If honestly, it probably won't be all that different, but I'll keep you updated as we get more details. Rivian has received approval to begin construction on their plant in Georgia. Rivian initially had some imp, uh, opposition, we'll say opposition, in Georgia to the plant, and that opposition went all the way to the Supreme Court, and it was over the property tax breaks that Rivian will be getting. Um, the Supreme Court said they're not going to hear the case, so Rivian now has uh, the green light to continue building or start on building their new facility, which will span 2,000 acres and cost $5 billion. Rivian says the facility is capable of producing up to 40,000 EVs a year, which is uh, not the right number. It's capable of producing 400,000 EVs a year. Sticking with Rivian, Rivian is working on a neat solution for EV charging, and they filed a patent with the U.S. Post, uh, patent Office, Patent Trademark Office, USPTO, for a pass-through charging system. And basically what this does is one vehicle plugs into the charger, and then basically one vehicle connects to another vehicle, connects to another vehicle, and there's like this daisy chain system so that all the vehicles can be, all the EVs can be charged. This is really helpful for cramped spaces or fleets. I could see where a company like Amazon with the Rivian delivery vehicles plugs one vehicle into the charger and then all of the other vehicles down the line are able to charge. Um, it might be helpful if you have two Rivian EVs at home. That way you only need one charger, but both vehicles are receiving energy Honestly, there is a lot in this patent, and because there is so much in this patent, and to me, it seems like it's so broad, I don't think this is ever going to get produced. Uh, first of all, in the patent, they're using a CCS1 connector. As we know, Rivian has decided that they're going to move to the NAX connector or the North America Charging Standard. Um, maybe the Society of Automotive Engineers, when they're, you know, designing the spec for this or designing the standard for the North America charging standard, maybe they'll include that. Maybe they won't. I, I doubt it. But it's just, there's, there's just so much in this patent and it doesn't make sense that this is something that they're actually going to put out. They actually put in the patent that the EVSE or the electric vehicle supply equipment would have an AC unit that would blow cold air under the vehicles to keep the batteries at optimal charging temps. Like that's just really impractical if you're charging outside, especially in Arizona. I just, I, I don't, I don't see this happening, but it's, it's a neat idea for sure. Last episode, we talked about canoe and NASA uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this or not, but Canoe is also working with Walmart and the U.S. military on different projects. 
the Department of Defense, uh, their innovative, or excuse me, innovation unit announced that they would be expanding their partnership with Canoe. And I'm just going to read straight from the article here. The company says that it has leveraged its advanced commercial battery and integrate integration expertise to deliver to the Department of Defense partners a technologically advanced battery pack that can be scaled for use on operational military platforms that will set the stage for standardization of energy-dense lithium batteries for the U.S. Navy. This follows the uh, Defense Innovation Unit's testing and analysis of Canoe's proprietary technology since February 2023. And by doing this, I'm done reading now. By doing this, this will help the military achieve strategic defense resilience. Canoe uses a modular battery system that can be used on a variety of different uh, vehicle bodies. So it kind of makes sense that the U.S. military is looking at this. On the other side, it, it would make sense that the U.S. military is looking at a lot of different options, not just Canoe. But military contracts tend to be extremely lucrative from a monetary standpoint. And right now, Canoe needs all the money they can get. So hopefully this works out in their favor. Not long ago, I interviewed the founder of Autonomy, Scott Painter. Autonomy offers a subscription program for EVs, and it's not a lease it's more of like a long-term rental type of thing. They say that it's more flexible than a lease and less expensive than buying. I, I, well, that remains to be seen. I mean, that depends on a lot of different factors, but that's what it says on their website. Anyway, if you choose to subscribe to a, a vehicle, an EV through autonomy, here's some of the benefits that you will get. You'll get routine maintenance for free, roadside assistance, You'll be able to drive a 1,000 miles a month without having to pay any overages, and you'll get a free tire replacement, which is, you know, tires are expensive. Now, if you're intrigued and you're curious about the EVs that Autonomy is offering, uh, let me go through these real quick. Uh, the Tesla Model 3, I believe it's the standard range, VinFast VF8 Eco and VF8 Plus, you can also subscribe to the Mercedes-Benz EQB 250 Plus or the EQE 350 Plus SUV. Oh, and they also have the EQS 450 Plus SUV. Uh, they do have the Silverado EV pickup truck, but I don't think that's out yet, but it shows it on their website. The Rivian R1T and the Mustang Mach-E. Now, I'm not going to read all of the prices off to you, but I'm going to take a little selection here and tell you how much it's going to cost you. Now, if you want to rent or subscribe to the Model 3, for instance, if you put $5,800 down, you can subscribe to the Model 3 for $390 a month. And it's $300, $390 a month for however long you want to pay for it. If it's one month, uh, then you put the money down. You don't get any refunds back, but you can basically pay, uh, what is that? Uh, 62, uh, $6,290, uh, for a model three for one month. If you're interested in that kind of a thing. Uh, if you, let's see here. If you're looking at the EQS 450 plus SUV, you put $4,500 down and that's almost $1,200 a month for that subscription price. Uh, the R1T, $4,500 down and $939 a month for a subscription price. 
Now, why am I telling you all of this? Because that just seems weird. Um, when I interviewed Scott, which was back in December, uh, early December, EV prices were really high. But not long after that, in January, starting in January of 2023, Tesla and reluctantly other EV manufacturers started cutting prices over the next few months. And autonomy's fleet value dropped significantly. At one point in time, they're claiming that their fleet value was $85 million. And that dropped down to 56 or $57 million in like one day. Now, I don't know which particular day he's talking about, but it nearly put the company out of business. Autonomy says that they have 1,300 EVs in their fleet. And that got me to thinking, what's the average cost per vehicle if you have an $85 million fleet? Um, and that average cost actually ends up being, and I'll tell you as soon as I find it here, $65,385, which honestly seems high to me for a variety of different reasons, but, but there's really no reason to discuss it because I'll just be wasting your time and spouting nonsense and conspiracy theories. But I do think the subscription, like long-term rental subscription model for EVs is an interesting idea, but I don't know how many people want to do this long-term. I'm not saying that there's there's not a subset of people out there who would like to do this, but this is not like a new iPhone or a new Android phone that people might buy every year. You know, this is this is a car. This is a, a bigger investment. Like if you chose the Model 3 route and you paid the $5,800, um, I guess, down payment or whatever it is, and then the $390 a month, in your first year, you're going to spend $10,480. That's a lot of money. And then you're going to spend just shy of $5,000 a year after that. It seems to me that you could either buy or lease the car and still be in better shape. Now, I, I understand there's probably edge cases out there where people would uh, find this service very interesting. I just don't think it's enough to make a business, especially if you're carrying an $85 million fleet. It, is, it just seems like a lot. It seems like somebody was overly optimistic when it comes to this. Now, I do need to say, uh, if you don't want to put so quite so much down, you can put like $1,000 down, for instance, and you would end up being right at $500 a month. If you put, no, excuse me, if you put $500 down, you would pay $9,090 a month. Uh, if you wanted to lower your down payment, I just don't, this, this doesn't seem like a long-term solution. I do think it's interesting and maybe somebody will crack it, but unlikely for these prices, it's a lot of money. If you're interested in something like this, email me Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, let's move on to our Tesla news. And really, we're going to start off with Tesla rumors. Let's start off with the Cyber Canopy, which I don't know if that's an official name or not. But basically, it's a canopy that will go over a supercharging station. It'll have solar power, uh, solar panels on it. And then it'll have batteries attached to those solar panels, which is a fantastic idea. I would really love one of those in Arizona. So if this is real, Tesla, bring it to Arizona. Next up, we have an old rumor that's been repackaged. You remember the $25-ish thousand dollar EV that Tesla was going to make for China? Well, now we have a rumor that Tesla will make a $24,000-ish EV at a new factory in India. And if I should say that a factory that has not been announced or confirmed by Tesla. According to the Times of India, the proposed factory will be capable of producing 500,000 vehicles a year. Of course, we have no details on the car. We have no details on the story. We have no idea if this is true or not. However, this kind of thing keeps popping up and it pops up often enough. And we know that Tesla's talking to Indian officials that I do think there's probably some truth in this. Where that truth happens to be, I'm not really sure. It would make sense that Tesla would build an affordable uh, vehicle for India and China and hopefully everywhere where they sell cars because more than, you know, everybody needs an affordable car. But I'll keep you posted as we hear more about this story. Steve Sheridan with another great recommendation. Two shows in a row, Steve. Twitter user at Tesla underscore iOS underscore app found a reference to Apple's AirPlay when they decompiled the latest version of Tesla's iPhone app. So AirPlay is not CarPlay. And in the article that I read, uh, you would only be able to airplay music or audio to your tesla but airplay is capable of doing music videos and mirroring your iphone screen and i think that would be great if it did all three of those things 
Um, Elon has mentioned that AirPlay on Teslas could be plausible in the future. Of course, this is not official, but it is interesting. We have a big iPhone event in September. But more than that, we have a big holiday update coming. Tesla usually does a big OS update around the holidays. So maybe we'll see it then. Uh, Fingers crossed. That would be awesome. Tesla showed off a display of the version 4 superchargers at the Goodwood Festival of Speed in the UK. Um, now, this is this wasn't an actual working charger. It was just, you know, an, an example. But on the display, there was a contactless bank card reader and a uh, little small display just right underneath where the connector docks on the charger. This It's really unlikely that this is for Tesla owners. This is more than likely for third-party EVs to come up and and charge on the supercharger network, which is great. In Europe, Tesla uses the CCS2 adapter or connector. At the moment, Tesla requires third-party EV owners to have payment information set up in the Tesla app. And then when these owners go and use like the Magic Dock, for instance, if it's in the US or if it's in Europe, they just plug the CCS2 adapter in. Uh, They put which stall they're in for the supercharger and then Tesla charges their credit card and they drive away. It's really a convenient option, but this just sounds like it's just one more way for people to pay for charging. And before anybody emails me, I'm aware that you can use Apple uh, pay or Android pay at, you know, with those contactless systems as well. And I don't see a reason why Tesla wouldn't allow you to do that. So you know what? I have another rumor. I should have put this at the the top of the segment instead of here. But it's a pretty big rumor, so maybe it's more appropriate here. It is rumored that Tesla is acquiring uh, Wiferon. I'm definitely saying that wrong. (laughs) They are a wireless charging company that has previously worked with over 100 companies on wireless charging solutions. And they've been a company since 2015. Now, this is a rumor. I don't think anything's been confirmed. But the German arm of Business Insider um, has the unconfirmed report that a Dutch subsidiary of Tesla is planning to purchase all of the shares of Wiferon. And if you know how to pronounce this business name, let me know because I sound really stupid. I mean, the specific intention behind the acquisition is unclear, but we can easily speculate that Tesla could be preparing to offer wireless charging for their vehicles in the home business or maybe even fast wireless charging, which I don't know how effective that would be. Maybe they'll use it to charge Tesla semis, or maybe they'll just use it for wireless charging for the Tesla robots. We don't know. But what we do know is Tesla is really good at integrating one piece of technology across their whole line of products and making sure that they get the most bang for their buck when they implement or buy a company. And maybe this is why Tesla was comfortable opening up the NACS uh, connector. Who knows? Let's see here. Back in April, we had a story about Tesla cutting employees' bonuses at Giga Shanghai. They were allegedly cutting these bonuses because of a safety incident that resulted in the death of a worker, which is horrible, horrible, absolutely horrible. 
It sounds like, though, the worker was not following Tesla's safety practices, and as a result of that, uh, they passed away. Again, no less tragic. But I don't know that all of the employees at Giga Shanghai need to be punished for that and have their bonuses cut. When it was announced that Tesla would be cutting these bonuses, a bunch of workers actually appealed to Elon, and Elon said he would look into it. Well, now Reuters is reporting that three Shanghai Giga Shanghai employees did receive a bonus check of one and a half times their monthly salary. And it sounds like the standard bonus check they had been receiving is 1.2 times their monthly salary. So a little bit, a little bit more in their pockets. Employees were not given a reason for the hike or even a reason for why they received bonuses in their full amount. Um, But I'm happy that this happened. I think Tesla and probably more of the credit goes to Elon did the right thing here by giving these folks their employee, uh, their bonuses. Fun fact, Giga Shanghai has over 20,000 employees and that facility is, has the capability of producing a million EVs a year. Just in Q2 2023, Giga Shanghai shipped 247,217 made in China Model 3s and Model Ys, which was up 120% from the previous year. So congrats to the whole Giga Shanghai team, although nobody in China listens to this podcast. So (laughs) I'm, I'm just saying that into the ether. All right, everybody, that is it for me today. I want to thank you all again for indulging my nonsense. If you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital. You all have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.